My name is Elizabeth Evans, and I'm a homeschooling mom to four kids, ages two through nine, and we are learning how to make joy normal. My name is Bonnie Landry, and I want to welcome you to season two of our podcast, Make Joy Normal. Um, we want to thank everybody for their support and uh, and how much you've shared this podcast with uh, your friends and those who you think it would be helpful for. Um, I am a wife, I'm a mom, I'm a grandma. I've been homeschooling for 30 years. My kids are ages 14 to 33. I only have one at home now. I'm a speaker, a writer, a blogger, and I guess we're podcasters now, Elizabeth. <laughs> and uh, I'm an advocate of joy. So welcome to our podcast. Good evening, ladies, and welcome. Elizabeth, um, I want to introduce you and our readers to Jenna Love. Um, I came across Jenna on, on Instagram, uh, and I just really uh, fell for what she does because she really promotes um, a beautiful home, what a home can be, simplicity in the home, um, and the really the vocation of, of motherhood. Um, so I'll introduce her a little bit and then I'll let her uh, tell us a bit more about herself. Um, so Jenna is an organizing specialist who teaches women efficient homemaking and organizing systems. In 2019, she kept, uh, she traded in her corporate spreadsheets to become a full-time homemaker and homeschooling mom while supporting women in their pursuit to create peaceful homes for themselves and their families. When not organizing or writing about organizing, you'll find her trying not to spill her coffee while reading aloud <laughs> to her active curly-haired kid, who's <laughs> adorable. <laughs> she is how old? She's six. Okay, nice. Oh, yeah. oh, that's lovely. So if you can sort of just start by just telling us a little bit more about yourself and, and kind of what led you to this, that would be, that would be awesome. Well, um, I was actually working full-time from well, all my life, but in 2017 was when I decided to start doing organizing on the side, just right. feeling like that was something that I was being called to do. Um, of course, I had my daughter at the time and she was, how old was she? She was turning two. And that was around the same time that we, my husband and I found out that we had secondary infertility. So we wow. mentioned for the last however many years now. Yeah. Um, so that's why we only have one, we'd like to have more, but she's our only one, which um, is good in a way because I get to spend so much time with her. Yeah, there's a beauty in that. Yeah, yeah, it's also a challenge of having just one because you're the one who has to entertain them all the time. Yes, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's a whole uh, podcast episode we should do I've had people ask me about that what if you're homeschooling and only you know what does yeah. that look like so yeah yeah we'll have to do that one of these days yeah, yeah. Oh, that's lovely okay so what what was your background so I actually was in corporate media I was doing research okay. for television mm. um, yeah so I mean it was it was interesting and I developed this love for spreadsheets I will always from now on love spreadsheets but <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I'm just, I'm just like mind blown when you say stuff like that. <laughs> How can you love I that? Like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's, so I like have all these spreadsheets on my computer because I just can't get enough. But um, all that organizing there, I've always loved just organizing in general. So mm -hmm. that's just part of who I am, I guess. Well, can you tell us where about? Are you, where are you from? Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Elizabeth. Oh. Well, you go first. That's a good yeah. question. <laughs> Just tell us so, where you're from and then Elizabeth has a question. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. So I'm in Temecula, California, which is about an hour north of mm. San Diego. 
I know so many people in Temecula. (laughs) You know what? I was thinking, because I knew you lived in San Diego. So I was like, we probably know some of the same people. (laughs) Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. I know a lot of people that go to, I think it's St. Martha's Parish. If that's my parish. Okay. We probably know a lot of the same people. probably <laughs> you guys will have to compare notes right. oh that's great okay Elizabeth you had a question yeah so can you tell us about um, Rooms Need Love what services do you provide so Rooms Need Love is the um, organizing business that I started it's the home of all the like blogging like trying to teach people how to organize because I know that's a big struggle that was something that a lot of people like even before I started would ask me oh what do you do for this and what do you do for that so um, just wanted to start teaching people because I could see how it just, it, it's, it's just a struggle for so many. And it was yeah. a gift that I had that I wanted to share with others. Um, so I do a lot of one-on-one work, which I really love to do. That's, um, I, before the pandemic, I was doing in-home hands-on organizing, which I'd love to get back to doing. Um, but lately I've been doing a lot of virtual organizing where I create a plan for people, meet with them online and help them get started and like just really break it down step by step because the hardest part for a lot of people is figuring out where do I, where do I start and how yeah. do I even start? Oh, yeah. And then the, the next step after that was I get, the number one question I get is how do I stay organized? So I ended up creating a course on, um, just the systems and rhythms and habits and things that you need in order to stay organized once you finally got in it that way. Because I'd seen with a lot of my clients where I'd come in, I'd help them organize, and I'd come back a week or two later and everything would be undone. And so I had to figure out how do I help them to prevent that from happening? Because it's frustrating and it's also expensive to have somebody come back and do it all over again. Yeah. So the, the answer to that was creating a course that taught them how to um, create these habits and rhythms and routines that just keep you organized. Right. I have to just t- talking about your website for just a moment. I, I really like the name is great and many layered. So why don't you tell us about the name Rooms Need Love because there's so many layers there. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was thinking, well, so my, it's funny. My husband is actually Dr. Love. And he's an optometrist. So people are like, really? That is that really your name? So I had to do <laughs> the love do doctor. Something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. So I had to do something fun with the name love. And I it took a while to kind of figure out, well, what should I do? And I figured, how about rooms need love? So like they need me, but they also need a little bit of love right. from you to help make them a place of love and joy. And yeah, I, right? I love it. <laughs> It's amazing. Yeah, it was a great name. And uh, you, you've just got to check out the website because it's really beautiful. Like your website to me, I, I look at it and I think, oh, peaceful and calm, right? Yeah. It's like um, their website. Uh, oh, who's the gal? Be more with less. Who's the gal? Oh. Um, do you know who I'm talking about? I think so. Yeah. She's all about simplifying your clothing. And um, she, you go on her website and you just feel so peaceful just being there because most websites kind of come at you. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it's, it's uh, it, absolutely a confidence builder to just to go on your website. <laughs> so um, what yeah, you've alluded to sort of like some of the background that you had, your desire, your love of organization, what sort of corporate skills are you finding kind of really helped you with doing what you do now 
Mm, corporate skills. I never thought about that. Um, like, how do you go from the spreadsheet to the blueprint of a home to to make order happen? I guess that's my question. Yeah. Well, I think a lot of it was what I was doing in corporate. It was like a lot of the same thing over and over again. I would come up with these systems for creating these major, these big research reports on Excel sp spreadsheets. Right. And so I think because of that background, I realized I needed to create different frameworks and formulas for organizing your home. And so that's what I've done. It's the same thing every time. Maybe it's a little different depending on what space you're organizing, what you're organizing, but it's pretty much the same thing. I don't, that's system. how I keep it. Yeah, I keep it simple. Like I don't want to yeah. do reinvent the wheel every single time. If I can just do the same thing every time, that makes it a lot easier. So developing formulas, that's really interesting because I know for me, like for me, um, gaining order over my life was a big, big deal. I just, I grew up in a, you know, kind of a very disordered, lovely, you know, I'm a loving home, but a very lo lot of disorder. And so I had no idea. I had no idea how to do anything and took me a few years to get on my feet with that, but ultimately was developing systems and structures. Cause I was, I'm a very um, uh, spontaneous person. And in my life, I thought, okay, um, you know, having anything, the word routine, that was kind of like a dirty word to me, you know, or systems, structures, all those things. And um, she, and so I was, it, that sort of shackled me for a long time. But once I realized that routine is actually the way that you can have spontaneity, right, without your life falling apart, that's, that was really important to me. So, so yeah, yeah, awesome. Okay. Well, so one thing I'm wondering is, because I, if I were to hire you to come into my house, you're obviously not going to clean these areas. You're going to help me organize, but these areas that I need organizing are just so out of order. And like, I don't, I don't want to say unclean or anything, but it's just like, I'd be so embarrassed to have you come, you know, like to see my laundry room that I cannot get organized, <laughs> you know? So like, yeah. how do you go about you know, to really clean up a place, you have to organize it. So do you just kind of really come into the mess of life and help from there? That's a great oh, question. Bless you. <laughs> because most of us would be really embarrassed. Like I've done that with you friends even, and you know, and it's like, yeah. oh my gosh, but that's how you get the job done. Yeah. So, the, yeah. so what happens? Somebody. Well, yeah. I have a lot of clients who they're like, oh, I don't want you to see my mess. I'm like, no, this, I, I'm not judging you at all for this. Like, I, I know this is just part of it. And this is why I'm here. I'm here to help you. I don't, I'm not here to like judge your mess. We need to get you back on your feet so that you're not stressed out by the clutter and the mess anymore. And a lot of it, you have to be really comfortable with the person you're doing this with because it is a very intimate thing. They're like, people yeah. are in your, your laundry room, they're in your clothes or whatever it is. So yeah. um, just making sure that you, you're, partnering with somebody who you feel comfortable with sharing those sorts of things. So how do you start to develop that relationship with people? Cause obviously that's obviously a big part of this, right? Developing yeah. a relationship. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of it, many, most of the clients come from my website. They, right. they get on and they start to get to know me a little bit, but you can sense when I, when I get on the phone with them or we get on a video call, like you can just tell that, it's going to work. You just have right. that glue. And I don't know, I think it might be part of my personality too, that just kind of makes people 
feel comfortable, which is feedback that I've gotten. Right. Um, I mean, I'm not for everybody, but yeah. a lot of people are, they're like, you know, I actually feel really comfortable with you. And I, that's something that I like to do. I like to listen to people's stories. Like nice. as we're going through things, they'll come across something and they'll tell me this beautiful story about it. And it's just, I like, I just love listening to those things. So a lot of times that's not what people need is just to have somebody there to listen to their story. And then they're like, you know what? I'm okay to let go of this now because you heard me. Yeah. Or they realize, you know what? I need to hang on to this because yeah. I realize how much it means to me. So, right. Yeah. So when you're, when you're walking through this with people, um, what are, what is how what is the framework that you use to like to help them decide what to keep and what to not keep let's see well i usually do not ask them i never ask what do you want to get rid of because that's right. just oh that just stresses people out right. like, oh what am i going to get rid of so I, ask, I ask them like what do you what are you going to keep and it it really depends on what we're organizing most of the time it's paper I do a lot of paper organizing. I bet, yeah. Yeah, so I I have some guidelines that I use for figuring out which papers you need to keep. Um, but yeah, I just kind of, we kind of listen and figure out like, does this mean something to me? Am I, is it something that I can use? Is it something that I love? Have I really used it in the last year? Is it, mm -hmm. is it something that I, I think I'm going to use or no, you know what, that's being a little aspirational. I'm probably not going to end up using it. <laughs> so just kind of coaching them through that to try and like asking them questions. Like, are you, like, is this exactly like, is it aspirational or right really needed yeah. so. okay interesting i don't know um i know i've talked about this book in the past elizabeth um the sync reflections book was that is that a book you ever read sync reflections either mm -hmm. of you no. So uh, the woman who wrote it, it was probably about 25 years ago now that she wrote it, but um, it's on uh, simplifying your life, essentially simplifying your, your housework. And um, one of the phrases that she used that is still to this day I, I use is like when you're trying to decide if you're going to get rid of something or not. And a lot of times we hang on to things because we think it's going to be useful or um, helpful to us later on, even though we already have three can openers, you know, it's a perfectly good can opener. Why, why would I get rid of it? Right. Um, and her phrase that she used was, if you give it away, you can allow it to bless someone else. Right. Mm -hmm. And that changed everything for me. Cause as soon as I, if I think if I'm waffling about something, uh, if I think, well, if it can bless somebody else, I just feel so much better about getting rid of it. I don't feel like it's just going out into the void to be some useless item to somebody. Right. Yeah. So I don't know. That was a <laughs> super, super good phrase for me. Yeah. Um, can you, can you talk about the course a little bit and just sort of like, how long is it? People are going to know want, want to know how much this costs as well, yeah. so that would be really helpful just to to let people know what the course costs, what private um, consultation costs, because I think that's we can work with it then, right? You right. know, it's in right. my budget, not in my budget. Yeah. Right. So um, the course it's actually closed right now. It's going to reopen again in August, and there's a okay. reason for it. Um, but it takes it'll take you about two weeks to get through. It's really okay. quick. I I time it out so that you can do like every. Um, module within a couple of days so very short very quick and okay. implementing things as you go so we cover how to create systems routines and rhythms and then we start implementing some daily rhythms and routines in the second module then we start moving into like here's how to organize the actual organizing framework that I use 
Um, we go over an entire module on paper because that's a very big one for a lot of people. And then the final- That would be mine for sure. <laughs> <laughs> and the final one is um, the big batching systems that I have for laundry, more on paper and what was the other one? Oh, cleaning routine. So, okay. Okay. Yeah. And so okay. that, that course is 197 and there's a payment plan for that also. Okay. And then is there a wait list? Like, can people get on it, uh, yes. you know, if they want to sign up in August? Yes. So I can, okay. I can send you okay. a link to that also. Cool. I mean, money well spent, right? And then if people wanted a private consult, what is that? So the private con the consultations are free just to get on the phone and make sure that it's going to be a good fit. Um, for virtual organizing right now, which is what I would imagine a lot of people are not yeah. in the area, so they would want to do virtual. Um, for It's 197 per space. Okay. So, but you get the organizing action plan. We do a startup session. So I get on the video chat with you and we just get you started because that's right. the place you need to get over. Um, you get recommended products just for your space. And then I give you a bunch of organizing cheat, sheet, cheat sheets, checklists, frameworks, all those types of things. Okay. Um, but if you do three or more spaces, you actually get the homemaking systems overview as well. Okay. Okay, cool. And so somebody could do that over time too. Like if it mm -hmm. was it would, you know, uh, doing sort of all the spaces um, would take, you know, a lot of, you know, probably eat a fair bit of most people's budget for yeah. sort of getting their house together, but they could sort of space it out and do one, yeah. you know, even one each year or something and then get on top of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, we were strayed way off of all of our questions, but did you have any <laughs> more questions? Um, well, I, <laughs> That's I, good. I am curious because um, so I think it's a really reasonable fee, you know, you're, you're giving a really good service to people that need yeah. it. Um, and I did hear you say you give like, was it container recommendations and stuff for organizing? So, yeah. So, yeah. Well, so I was ahead. just, I was just wondering about how much, I mean, I, I'm sure it varies based on how much stuff people have, but you know, kind of what is that added cost? Could you estimate for maybe something very basic, like maybe a laundry room or something? Well, usually I ask my client what their budget is for that okay. space. Um, and if it's a lower budget, I try to see if there's any way we can repurpose items that are already in your home because I'm a Perfect. big fan of doing that. Good, yeah. <laughs> Perfect. So I have a lot, like one time my friends wanted to do a craft with a shoe box and I'm like, I don't have any shoe boxes. I'm using them all around my house. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Okay. okay. So, so people know they're not going to have to go out and just spend a bundle on, you know, the right kinds of bins or containers. Yeah, on there. Yeah. Okay. So, but, I mean, if it's truly needed, I will find something within your budget and okay. it does take a little digging. So, <laughs> but I, okay. because I'm like, I, I'm on a budget too. So I totally get it. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> no kidding. One of the things that I wondered you know, when I do what I do, like, you know, helping homeschooling families to make joy normal, that's kind of my, you know, the premise of what I do. So uh, when I'm speaking and when I'm, you know, podcasting or blogging or whatever it is I do, that keeps me on task, right? Especially when I had a house full of kids, it kind of keeps me remembering why I'm doing what I'm doing. And I kind of wondered that with you, like, does that do you find this adds to your family life? I mean, you have a, a business going and that's, you know, that adds something to your family life, but it also, you know, it can also in some senses take away from your family life because the time we put in, but do you find that it adds to your life because it keeps you on task? I think so. Um, I have to be very conscious of my time to make sure yeah. I'm not spending too much time doing 
one thing and then not spending enough time with my daughter because she's yeah. the only one I have. So I'm like, I only have so much time with her right, as a, a child. Yeah. Um, but then it also makes me stop and like see these other issues that other people are having, like um, kids not knowing how to organize things. Like I've taught my daughter how to declutter her own stuff. So <laughs> I've caught her at it. I'm like, we hang out way too much because she, <laughs> she starts decluttering her own stuff. I'm like, oh, I didn't even say anything. <laughs> um, and then just, I don't know, recognizing that just seeing how people are like, oh, my, my spouse doesn't want to help me organize and like, mm-hmm. just, I, I see that a lot. And I'm like, well, how do I, how do I get my husband to help me? And it turns out that my personality just rubs off on him. It's, I say the organizing bug is catching. So he, right. he tries to be a little more conscious of that. But I've also found that it's very much part of your relationship. It's communication and just having a good relationship with your spouse. So I've, I've, I see the problems and I go, well, what, what's happening in my life? So I think that's part of also my, re- my background and research of having to analyze like, well, what's going on? Right. And sure. then I, I can take what I have um, here at home and kind of try to figure out, well, maybe that'll work for other people if they apply it in their lives. So, right. Yeah. Okay. I actually, the an- analyzing um, question is a good one because I, um, I was wondering if part of what you do is analyzing the efficient way things operate right like that's really important to me especially because I had a lot of kids like I want to know that something's as efficient as possible like you pick up your this here and you do this with the this and you put this here like I want to know that things um uh make sense right that that there's as as few footsteps as possible say um to be able to put things away or or whatever um do you know the show um what's the old show um uh oh cheaper by the dozen Mm -mm. You know, the father in that is he, the old one. The father is like a, an efficiency expert. Oh, right? And so he does this with his kids. He does these trial runs with his kids about making things as efficient as possible. That really struck me. I thought, gee, you know, we, we waste a lot of movement, you know. So is that something that comes into this? Yeah. So and that's one of the things that I actually teach is um, doing what I call a 10 minute tidy. So mm. instead of like reacting like as things are happening you spend your time focusing on whatever that thing is this actually came from when I was working full-time from home and had my daughter going crazy in our playroom next door mm-hmm. I'd be sitting there um whipping out all my reports I'd come out and the playroom would just be a zoo so <laughs> I, I would spend 10 minutes with her we'd clean everything up and then I'd go back to work and she'd go back and do all of her stuff so it wasn't like just reacting to everything I would yeah. just batch it all into 10 minutes <laughs> right yeah just stop because you to stay it. on top of it right yeah you waste yeah. a lot of time if you just keep reacting but then if you do nothing you also end up wasting a lot of time at the end of the day because now you've got this huge mess you have to clean up which is overwhelming yeah you don't want to do that either so it's finding that balance of like okay when do I clean when do I don't and then that's something that I also teach in the course of how to figure out when should I clean and when should I not? Right. Okay. Okay. That's not only efficiency of the space, but efficiency of your time. Right. Cool. There's um, a woman I follow on Instagram. I think her handle is farmhouse schoolhouse. So she's a homeschooling mom and they every day have what's called a blessing hour. So it's the end of the day, somebody's starting to get the kitchen ready for making dinner, putting books away and all of that kind of stuff. And, you know, it's, 
to wait till the end of the day to do all of that is too much, at least for my family, but it's something I've implemented for like the end of the day to clean up, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, yeah. okay, now it's time to put, you know, everything you've gotten out this afternoon away, mm-hmm. you know, but when you call it a blessing hour, they take to that a little better than time to clean up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cause you're all going to benefit. Yeah. Right. Right. You right. know, um, it's funny. Cause I had a, I called it a 10 minute tiny as well in our home. And what I did was I give my, to my kids an area when they were young, you know, and, and so um, the idea was that the main thing was we'd usually do it once or twice during the day. But if we left the house, cause I got so frustrated leaving the house and coming back to just a, a big zoo. And so we would always do a 10 minute tidy before we left the house. Right. And that was a real lifesaver for me. Cause I didn't feel like I was just like, Oh my gosh, I come in, I come in and it's just a zoo. So each of the kids or the partner up an older and a younger one, you, you do the living room, you do the laundry room, you do the kitchen floor, you know, whatever, just pickups. Right. Mm-hmm. And it meant we came home to a tidy house and that was just, that was pretty life-changing for me. Oh yeah. 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 For sure. Yeah. And again, just part of the routine, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And that's the thing when you when you do it so much, you tend to stop noticing that you're doing it. Yeah, and right, yeah, it's, it's fantastic. Just, yeah. <laughs> so then, what would be the biggest blessing for you in this line of work? I think getting to know all the people that I've met, mm-hmm. like nice. being with them and hearing all their stories. I that's just it's so wonderful to be to be able to hear like these little things about people that you would never get to know if like just walking down the street and you meet somebody you wouldn't know right know these like, really awesome stories that they get to tell you and that's just been such a blessing to me I, I love that part of this <laughs> yeah it's cool. fantastic um I wanted to ask if somebody was you, you said you had a payment plan I kind of want to look at that because how how can people spread this their, your course over a payment plan how does that work so I think it's I think I spread it out instead of paying the full 197, I spread it out into, I think five or six payments. Okay. Um, so it's once, so every 30 days you would get, you would make the payment. Okay. Okay. That's great. Cause that would make it very doable for people. I think yeah. in most cases. Yeah. yeah. And also just hang on to the end people who are listening because um, Jenna's going to offer us like a coupon code for, mm-hmm. for your course, I presume. Right. Um, for the meal planning and um, paper organizing courses. Oh, okay. Fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and so I, that was actually something I was going to ask you do is, do you do meal planning? Is that something you cover? Yes. And it's funny because I know you guys talked about that recently. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I do because with our infertility journey, I, we had to switch to a paleo um, diet. Mm -hmm. And when we did that, I was just like, I don't even know how to cook. Like what is tapioca flour? I have no idea. (laughs) So I felt like I was learning to cook all over again. So I realized I needed to do something so that I wouldn't be overwhelmed by it. So obviously I went back to my organizing skills and created this meal planning system so that I would know, okay, here's what I'm cooking all week long. And like come up with a grocery list and everything. And that just made it so much simpler and easier when we were going through this super stressful time of trying to figure right. out all this stuff. So yeah. that's- <laughs> wow. If I can circle back to your question for a minute, Elizabeth, about what's the biggest blessing. Um, what, you know, I mean, it must be really interesting, especially, you know, you obviously must be a per- people person, you know, to be doing this kind of thing. Um, what kind of people 
uh, use your service. Like what, you know, working moms, homeschooling moms, um, you know, working couples, like what, what, uh, I've, yeah, or is there a big variety? There's a big variety. Um, many times I'll get calls from people and they've gone through something very hard. Um, okay. They lost a spouse or maybe they're going through a divorce um, or sometimes, actually my very, very first client that I ever had, she, her father had passed away and she realized that she didn't want to leave her kids with this big mess that her father did. So mm. she called me to have her come in and help her. So it's just, it's been very interesting. But then I've also had like just the moms who, you know what, I need help. So can you come right. in? And so it's been a big variety and it's, it's been eye-opening to see these different walks of life and just see what people go through and um, being able to help them and bring them into a better place because it's amazing just having your home more organized you, you just I can see the relief in them once yeah. we're done <sighs> like yeah. okay my job is done <laughs> yeah you know my in-laws just they had a huge house and um I just sold it like about a week ago um huge house you know it's just chock-a-block full of stuff like there's you know that era you know they just keep everything forever and um and then they got this little con they bought a little condo um that's tiny tiny you know a fifth of the size of their house or smaller and that's my husband comment he said they seem so much lighter so much more relieved you know because i think they know you know that that they've been going through their stuff but i think that they they know it weighs them down right it's not stuff they use it's not stuff they love it's not stuff that's important to them but it's there right and you you have to deal with it right and so when you know that that's all going to be gone and your life is just going to be so much simpler because you live in a small space right what a gift to yourself really and especially in your elderly years you know to be able to just know that life's just going to be simple you know um I think too, when we have a bunch of little kids, right? That's a, a very similar situation. You're taxed, right? You're taxed. You're not sleeping well, you know, and, um, you know, to be able to just simplify your life. One of the things that I have always found is that if my life is simplified in whatever way, whether it's education or my house or my clothing or, you know, whatever my activities, that I, it clear clears more space in your brain mm -hmm. and you're more available right and that i think is the number one reason for for doing any kind of simplifying right and what you're doing i think is it's a beautiful gift this gal be more with less who does it with clothes she it's a gift because it spills over into other areas right mm -hmm. because you you just think wow here it's beautiful a, a home that's orderly or even a one room that's orderly just feels so beautiful you want to be there like you know when you go through your kid's room and you toss out everything and they you know you get under the bed and do all that and then they sit in their room for hours on end and just play yeah because it feels so good yeah right people must be so happy after you work with them <laughs> yeah i think so <laughs> i would love that yeah. <laughs> i even i've noticed that with my daughter too we clean up her playroom and she goes oh that's better I'm like yeah, the kids even notice it like mm -hmm. they totally get it so if right. they notice they it really do yeah yeah I've yeah. been kind of hardcore nesting and we've just been rearranging our furniture in our living room like this is the third time we've done it and this last time I think is gonna stick but the kids were like it's like a hotel room and so they were playing hotel and everything and I was like what makes you guys think this is like a hotel room and like they couldn't pinpoint it but it was just there was something about it that just sparked imagination and play and comfort. And it was really cool. 
<laughs> I actually love rearranging rooms because it makes me declutter them. Like I just think, well, what, yeah. well, what have I got? That's not really serving any purpose. Why do I have this? You know, so I enjoy that. My kids enjoyed it less for sure. They wanted the things to be in the same place, you know, <laughs> but that's okay. Uh, yeah. Um, where are we at with questions? Okay. So if people need help with their home, they come to you and they, they say, I, I don't know where to start. I don't know what to do. I'm just like, my life is just a giant mess. Um, where do you start? Where do you recommend that they start? Do you have to do some digging to help them where, find where to start? Well, I ask them what, well, I get, I give them, okay, what's a, give me a list of the rooms that you would like to have me magically, if I had a magic wand, what would you want to be magically organized right now? Like if you had to pick one, which would it be? And usually they could tell me, oh, my kitchen, oh, my papers or right okay that's where we're going to start because that place that's driving you the most crazy that's going to make the biggest difference in your life if you work on that now and so what I do is we'll take that bigger space and we'll break it into smaller chunks so that it's not so overwhelming if you can break it into smaller areas like okay here's this one drawer we're just going to do the one drawer for now or we'll just do this one cabinet and it just makes it a little easier to consume and taken in bite-sized chunks because you're not doing way more than you think you can do in one day you just yeah yeah especially if like you're I'm not there hands-on working with you yeah really overwhelming like I can do a space pretty quickly um but when you're by yourself it gets really hard and you're not sure what you're what you're doing am I doing this right and so I just say break it down as small as you possibly can and it'll take time but um, it's, I find it's better to do it that way than tearing apart the whole entire kitchen. And you're like, oh gosh, what did I, yeah. What, what have I, I done? Do? Yeah. Yeah. And then the next time you go to do it, you know, if you're in the habit of doing it, you know, whatever, once a year or every three months or whatever you system you set up, the next time doesn't take nearly as long. Each drawer only takes five minutes instead of 20 minutes kind of thing. Yeah. And what, if yeah. you are able to put, put into action these habits these staying organized habits that I teach you um you don't have to do quite as much decluttering because yeah. you're doing it daily yeah instead of just do it once a year and it's too much so it's just kind of I call it uh, like decluttering because you only have to do a little bit and you're not like right really getting in there and getting dirty <laughs> we, can, we can do a little bit um what about accountability is that something that kind of plays into what you're doing with people do you sort of have uh some kind something in place that that they stay on track it's definitely harder doing it over the internet yeah Um, so because i can email you and a lot of times like they forget to email me back or right (laughs) but um i mean i think also paying for the service kind of that's a big motivator for sure yeah it's a motivator like okay i have to pay for this i have to do it um but a lot of times if I'm working in person with somebody, they'll be like, oh, I really didn't want to do it, but I figured, oh, I guess you're coming over. So I guess we have to do it. <laughs> and then when we're done, they're like, oh, I'm so much happier that we did this. Yeah. <laughs> so how far do you drive for services oh, like to question. help people? Yeah. Um, right now, I'm, I would say I stay within 20 minutes just because my my daughter's so sure. young. Yeah. Yeah. Um, as she gets older, maybe I'll go further, but for now about 20 minutes, but okay. Yeah. Nice. So 
back to the course for a moment, if you don't mind. Um, the if if people sign up for it, um, and it runs sort of a, a two weeks. You're doing it in modules. How much time could they expect to spend, sort of per day? to kind of get there, right? Like for homeschooling moms, I'm imagining a lot of homeschooling moms would think, well, I want to do this, say, in the summertime when my, you know, I'm not trying to homeschool my kids, but would it actually be doable during the school year? Or how would it, how, how much time can we put in? Yeah. Like um, minimum. I mean, I know you could probably do a lot more than that if you had yeah. the time or inclination. Oh, yeah. Um, I try to keep each module under an hour because I know that it's very... Okay. So I think the longest that I timed it out, you could spend 50 minutes, but that's with doing some kind of decluttering kind of thing because right. you're watching the videos and then you're going and you're doing your daily thing and implementing what you learned. Okay. So I want you to consume it really quickly and then just go do the thing. Go do it. Okay. Yeah. And practice it for a few days sort of thing, or is that sort of a one-off thing they're doing? Uh, no, you have to, I want you to keep practicing it. We right. go through each routine and really um, I give you a checklist of things, but I tell you just right. one thing that you're going to do and right. develop that habit of doing that one thing. Once you've got that down, you can start adding other things in, but really just do one thing to begin with. And that's, right. and that's going to help you so much more because those, those habits really compound. And yeah. And it's one more thing than you had an hour ago done. Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, um, you know, um, you have, I think you have some freebies on your website. I do. I have a lot of freebies on my website. Okay. And so do people sign up, like they sign, sign up for a website and then they have access to the freebies? Yeah. I didn't look at them. So I don't, I can, maybe you can tell us what they are so people know. So the very first one is the 10 minute tidy checklist. Okay. So that's actually one of the ones that's in the course. So you can actually get like a free preview of what that checklist is. Right. Okay. Um, I also have one for, um, it's my paper organizing cheat sheet. So you can know what, what papers are you supposed to keep? And I tell you a little bit about the paper hubs. Um, what else do I have? I have a whole resource vault full of a bunch of freebies I've created over the years. So okay. Labels. There's a whole bunch of different checklists. Okay. Lots of fun things there. Um, I also have a meal master list, which you can write down every single meal that you know how to make. So that way you just have a list of things to choose from. That'd be oh, handy because a, a lot of times it's thinking, idea. it's being creative enough to think about what you want to make for yeah. dinner. Okay, I can only think of one thing to make for dinner. Yeah, it, it was my husband's yeah. idea because he was, I kept asking, what do you want for dinner? What do you want for dinner? And he's like, well, give me a list. I'm like, oh yeah, I should make <laughs> a menu. It's his menu. <laughs> so you can thank him oh, for that. <laughs> I love it. Um, okay, so I think probably we have time for one more very quick question, but... Um, did you have anything else, Elizabeth, before I sort of do a wrap-up question? I do not, no. Okay, so what what would you say for families, for moms, for dads, whoever, is the number one simplifying tip that you can give them? If there's one thing that you could do right now that would be simple to implement and would be, you know, would change their life for the good, what would it be? Um, I would say develop a habit of putting things back where they belong. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's so simple, home. right? Yeah, it's one thing, like, just find a home for it and just practice putting it back where it belongs. And I use something called the one minute rule. If it takes you less than a minute, <laughs> just go do it right then. Yeah. Funny. Eh? <laughs> My daughter um, was working at a grocery store uh, a few years back, you know, like between college years and whatnot. 
and they um, they had a like a little acronym C Y A G clean uh, C A Y G clean as you go, and um, and so she started doing that at home, you know, so clean as you go, right? So as soon as you know, if you had dirty dishes, you were baking, well, they would just go right in the hot water in the dishwasher, you know, and before you did the next step of the baking, even right, and uh, yeah, it was great to see her sort of implement this work uh, work ethic, you know, <laughs> at home, right? Clean as you go, and she'd say it to herself, you know. <laughs> Oh, it's awesome. Um, thank you so, so much. You were going to offer a coupon code for um, our listeners. So that would be great if you want to tell them about yeah. that. Yeah. So um, the code is JOY, all capitals, 21. Okay. And I you also Bonnie, so that you can put that in the show notes. Awesome. Uh, yeah. That'll be for the paper organizing guide called the, the Paper Hubs System. And then also meal planning mastery. So if you want to dig into meal planning, then there's that system for you there. And that's a 30% off code. Wow. Oh, that's fantastic. Thank you so, so much. That's very exciting. So we'll put that up. How long will that stay um, uh, live for? That code, um, just so people... I'll leave it for a year. So okay. Oh, fantastic. Okay. Yeah. People come back and listen to podcasts. Like it's not, it's, it's, uh, it's interesting. Cause you know, yeah. even now our early podcasts, people are still downloading them every week. Yeah. We have downloads. That so that's fantastic. Yeah. I'll leave it for a year because I do that too. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. Thank you so, so much for joining us. This has been absolutely lovely. Thank you yes, for having thank me. Thank you.